you're watching us online, wherever you're watching us from, we welcome you as a part of this service. Pray you're blessed by it in Jesus' name. Amen. What a privilege it is to have with us again. He was here several months ago, and uh, several months ago, it was a it was a turning point that weekend. There was something that transpired in the spirit that uh, I believe there has been a marked difference in us since then. And so I believe that Brother Shara is here this weekend in the perfect will of God. And I believe he's got some things from the Lord from us this morning, as well as tonight, but for this morning. So would you welcome him as he comes to minister to us this morning? Oh, clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. That means open up your mouth and shout hallelujah while you're clapping your hands. The highest praise that we can offer Him. For He's mighty. He's powerful. He's awesome. He's El Shaddai. The all-sufficient one. For He's the rose of Sharon. And He's the lily of the valley. And He's the bride and the morning star. I was glad when they said, let us go into Antioch. Arnold to this great assembly and God's doing great things I'm happy to be here as you know I'm not a long winded preacher I'm kind of more of a helicopter I don't get that long plane get it up and get it way up there and can't get it down like some folks we don't want your beans to burn today but I'm excited to give honor to Bishop Wright Mother Wright, known them for a long time, and give honor to the double portion pastor. And to the Shunammite lady, you look that up, you'll find that she matches that perfect. And to their great family and to all the ministers, God bless you. To all the people of God, you are blessed people. There's no telling what God will do in this house today. For He's mighty. He's omniscient. He's holy. He's righteous. A response to a spiritual word creates an atmosphere and you have that atmosphere here that atmosphere sustained which from many days past and months you have sustained an atmosphere in this congregation I speak to the foundation of this church it was built upon faith faith is arising to believe that God can do anything but fail he's an awesome God But I say when you create this atmosphere and you sustain this atmosphere, then you create a climate. And if you can sustain that climate, which I believe that you're right in the part of sustaining the climate. I'm talking about where miracles happen. I'm talking about He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm talking about healings. I'm talking about salvation. 
I'm talking about things that you thought God could, could never do, but He did it. Mm, I'm feeling something down in my shanks. Does anybody feel the Shekinah power of the Holy Ghost? Somebody shout glory. You sustain that. It brings you to the ability in the Lord Jesus Christ to begin to pull down strongholds and take dominion and power and authority over every spirit of darkness. The atmosphere is great, but the climate is where you begin to pull down those strongholds and take the dominion that God wants you to do. I feel that kind of power here today. What I felt while ago was just a a surge of the Spirit. Maybe you're feeling the surge of the Spirit. Take your umbrella down. Let it rain on you today. 2 Corinthians, very familiar portion, 10 and verse number 4 and 5. It's high time, Antioch. It's high time to pull down the strongholds in our personal life, in our families, and in our church. This is not a negative. This is a positive. Amen. I want you to put a smile on your face today. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. (laughs) I've been reading the back of the book, and guess what? The church wins. It's not defeated. Woo! It's not struggling. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. And so it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Now, to the music team and all that, the first song that some of you probably won't remember that was sung here, I said, Lord, I need a just a little nudge in the spirit. Just a tad. And it began to sing, no weapon, strongholds. You in the will of God. <laughs> and so the Lord said, just step up there and, and obey the Holy Ghost like I, I told you to. And I said, great, I, that's what I'm going to do. I, I feel it, but it sure did feel good to know that nudge was there. But mighty, everybody shout Mighty. Through God to the pulling down of strongholds. First, yes, there you go. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. And, and this is the key factor to it. And bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ. To the, into the captivity of every thought to the obedience of Christ. God never talked about obedience unless He talked about abundance. And God never talked about abundance till He talked about obedience. I got your attention on that one, didn't I? The, the mind is the battleground. And everyone in this house today that is hearing the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord told me to say to you, somewhere in this service, 
He's going to put Holy Ghost filters in your ears. That you will not hear the voices of others. But those filters will filter out all the negative. They'll filter out all of the things that confound us. And you will hear a direct voice from the Lord that will say, This is the way, walk you in it. I wish you'd receive that word right now and begin to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray you do it today. Anoint our minds, anoint our spirits, God. Let us receive, let our hearts render unto you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, and we'll give you the glory and the honor. And everybody said in Jesus' name. And I want you to just kind of turn, turn to somebody and shout, no weapon. I want you to get that in your spirit today. No weapon. I want you to say it with a little attitude that's right. No weapon. There ain't no weapon that's formed against you that shall prosper. But you're going to prosper in the things of God. And you're going to know the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you're going to hear, this is the way. Walk you in it. You're going to have the power and dominion. Because you've created a climate. And created an atmosphere. Where God arise. And every enemy is scattered. Somebody shout yes. Woo! Hallelujah. You may be seated if you won't sit down. You know what that means. You sit down, but don't get bogged down. Come on. Come on now. It's time to pull those strongholds down. We have learned to coexist with things that we battle with on a daily basis. We need to get sick and tired of that. Amen. We understand that God has got a church that's armed with promises. That the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God. You're in the church that was bought by Him. You're in a church that is victorious. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We've got to be happy a.m. and happy p.m. And happy on Monday. And happy on Tuesday. And Wednesday. And Thursday, come on somebody. And thank God it's Friday and woo, glory Saturday. We're moving into it because we got Sunday coming again. Mm, don't, don't get bogged down on me. Amen. The devil is trying his best to bump us out of true revival. This church was founded in revival. I just want you to know something. Revival is in us. Everybody say me. We're not praying for revival. We are revival. Harvest is what's going to come in. And when they step their feet back up in here and they look at the temperature and they said the atmosphere sounds right. It feels right. Oh my God, they've got a climate of apostolic power and authority. I believe I'm going to come and stay, not come and leave. 
Because when that begins to happen, the last days are already here. And we've got a short time to pull the strongholds of hell down. we got a strong time, just a short time to pull those things out of our lives. You just need to say sometimes time out. Time out. No weapon. <laughs> I got this side over here helping me. I wonder if y'all going to wake up over here. To... No weapon. Woo! Hallelujah. No weapon that's formed against us. Casting down those imaginations and setting everything that's in high places. Pulling down those things. But letting the Lord Jesus Christ be first in our life. And he said he'd add all those other things to it. Man, I feel a woo in this house today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are in a spiritual warfare. Enemies set up around us, but the church is well structured. It's got the kingdom of God at hand. And where the churches are kingdom minded, God's going to give his power. For thine is the kingdom and the power. And then the glory. The kingdom and the power. But unless you put the kingdom first, you're not going to see the power. You're not going to see the glory. I want to see his glory. I want to see the magnificent hand of God come in. I want to see his angels. Woo! Encamp about us. To those who are the heirs of salvation. I've already felt them in this house today. I wish I'd get a little witness, a little nod, you know. I, I am in an apostolic church, I think. Y'all do believe in angels, don't you? They're for us. There's a warrior angel that's doing warfare for this assembly right here. Woo, glory, hallelujah. And somebody said, what is a stronghold? Anything in our lives beyond our power, our personal power to fix it. What's in your personal life that's beyond your personal power to fix it? Y'all ready? Strongholds, everybody say, my life. Now, I want to set the guidelines. Don't look to the left or to the right or flip it over your back. It's saying to me. Amen. Don't say, that's for sister so-and-so over there. That's for brother so Oh, I know I'm in the wrong church. I'm sorry. I'm preaching to the wrong people. You could smile a while and give your face a rest. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. In my life. Now, there's one thing about an attitude about the things of God, but an attitude. Everybody say attitude. I'm talking about a bad attitude. You ain't never had no bad attitude. No, I'm just on the wrong sections over here. I need to preach up here. Y'all ain't never had no attitudes. Well, we say it's self-righteous attitude or it's a, you know, self-proclaimed attitude or we've, we've got, we got the right, but I'm talking about our individual lives. It's okay to get mad at the devil, but they ain't the devil. 
Well, I'm walking down your aisle right now. Move your, move your corn toe out of the way so I won't step on it. Everybody say, if you don't understand, it's called a bad spirit. <laughs> Woo, she had a bad spirit. Is this Sunday morning? It's okay for me to preach a little bit like this, isn't it? He had a bad spirit. What about you? <laughs> if you mention it, you must have a little bad spirit. <laughs> well, I'm breaking it on down. Everybody say me. me. Myself. And I have got to pull down that stronghold in my life so I can be a part of the kingdom in the last day with power and authority to walk over every serpent, to stomp the devil out and down. Well, I got about half of you. Y'all want the rest of it, I know. But I say sometimes we have to deal with fear. Fear is not of God. You need a healthy fear, respectful fear of God. But you can't operate in fear because if you operate in fear, then you're allowing the enemy to have dominion in your life. You got to operate in faith. Everybody shout faith. So you got to get rid of that fear. If I serve God out of fear, then, then when that's gone, then I'm going to be gone. But if I serve him out of love, because he first loved me, then that love and that relationship is going to be so great that fear can't even come in. Because he's an awesome God. He's a great God. He's a loving God. He's a forgiving God. He's a restoration God. Y'all going to be all right over there? No weapon. Y'all's fault that I'm preaching this. No weapon. Unforgiveness. Mm, I could stay there about an hour and let your roast just get a little burnt. Unforgiveness. Well, I forg- I forgave him, but I, I ain't going to forget it. Boy, it's getting quiet. Everybody shout, no weapon. He'll use that unforgiveness. And batter you with it? Now, now you got to understand this. Just listen to this. This is a little Shara here, okay? It would be like God says, Ben Campbell, I forgive you for whatever you did. But you know what? You can't go to heaven. I don't know what good forgiveness would be if I couldn't go to heaven. You just think about that. Unforgiveness can't go there. But I won't forget it. Well, he did. Why don't you try your best? And every time it comes, pull down that stronghold. Tear it down. And in the South, we say, yank it down. Maybe I get somebody. Somebody say, yank it down. When you feel that unforgiveness coming back up in there, say, no, no weapon, no weapon. Yank that sucker down. trying to help us today come on come on church of the living God amen aren't you aren't you tired sometimes of fighting some of the same old battles over and over again aren't you tired of fighting those personal battles over and over again
This is dominion where a church can get a hold of that they can begin themselves, not just waiting on Sunday, but during the week you can pull those strongholds down. You don't have to call the pastor or the staff and say, hey, I need some help. Just you have that dominion because the church has created an atmosphere and the climate where these things operate and God is moving and you yourself have begun to pull down the dominion and power of strongholds. Amen. Unforgiveness. Somebody shout, clean it out. Whatever's in your well, get that well cleaned out. Why you think that the Lord was telling them to say, spring up, old well? Most likely they had some things in their well. I don't know what's up in your well today, but if it, your well ain't springing, you need to clean it out. Ooh. I'm trying to help us. I'm trying to help us. <laughs> Vain imaginations. Vain imaginations. Just imagine. They was back over there. And I know they was talking about me. No, you don't. (laughs) Imaginations run wild. I did that one time. That's when I learned it. I was turning 40 before I got really, you know, where I couldn't do anything. And they was back over there, and I said, man, goodness gracious, they are just tearing what I preached today down. They are just tearing me up. Well, you know, you shouldn't think so highly of yourself anyway. (laughs) You shouldn't think so highly of yourself that they are talking about you anyway. I did discern that right that they were, but they were planning my 40th birthday. That wasn't so bad after all. I got a recliner. <laughs> so thank you, Jesus. That means I can sit back a little bit. Not really. Not pastor in the church, you can't. And not in this end time church, you can't sit back. It's time to sit on the edge of your seat and say, we're going to pull down every stronghold in my life. I'm going to cast down every imagination that runs wild. I'm going to get rid of everything that tries to clog up my well. I wish you'd clap your hands and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hey! Hey! Hallelujah, hallelujah. My God, in Jesus' name. And so then, after, after that, then sometimes, you know, offenses come. Well, I'm just offended. I just got offended. He didn't shake my hand. <laughs> Pastor must be mad. He didn't look over at me today. Offended. You see, he always shakes their hand, but he never shakes mine. Ooh, I'm walking up and down. It's getting quiet. There's a stump right. There's a stump right there. I'm, I got to come back and get that stump out. Amen. You got to plow the field. I'm plowing a little bit right now. 
Amen. Offenses. I have never ever, as I travel from the north to the south to the east and the west, I have never ever seen more people offended in my life. In the house of God. I mean, they can talk in tongues like, you know what? And then before they leave, they're offended. I thought I saw you down there. Nothing shall offend them that love the Lord God with all their heart. Nothing. Everybody shout nothing. No weapon of offenses shall come up in my life. Oh, everybody ought to shout yes. I'm not going to let, you know what I'm, when I can just define it to y'all as, it's called, you just touchy. I can say the word offensive, some of you don't understand it, but you just touchy. So touchy that, that hurt. I'm messing up a good message, I'm sorry. But a touchy generation, where do we get that from? My Lord, the Holy Ghost inside of us. When you got in, there was nobody that could touch you like that and get you touchy. When you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire, you didn't, you didn't care what they thought about you. The biggest thing in Pentecost today, well, let me just say apostolic Pentecost, is that we wonder what sister so-and-so is thinking about us. If we go down to the altar, they're going to think that I'm backslid or I did this. No, I don't care what they think. I'm going to be the first on my feet. I'm going to be the first in the altar. I'm going to be the first to, to shout and praise God and dance and give God some high praise. Woo! Give God some high praise. See, what you could be doing right now, if I've already stepped on your toes, is you could be saying, forgive me, Lord. Give me, I ain't gonna let that happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this strong hold in my life. I'm gonna get it where it pulls down that I'm not worried about what somebody else thinks. I'm serving you, and I'm pleasing you, and we won't be so touchy. We fight the same old battles over and over again, and so we look at it. And then, then there's there's a thing that I I call grudges. It just grudges on and on. I said, when did that happen? I was talking to someone. When did that happen? 20 years ago. I said, well, you made it act like it happened last night. That happened 20 years ago and you still got a grudge? Jesus. <laughs> really? My God, get over that. Everybody shout, get over it. You're not talking to your name, you're talking to yourself right now. Remember that. You're talking to yourself. Get over it. Man, it's time to move on from the lowland to the highland to the mountaintop. We're going to rally. For the church is triumphant over death, hell, and the grave. You ought to shout unto God with the voice of victory. 
Victory. Overcome. I'm overcoming. I'm overcoming all the things that the enemy would throw because there's no weapon formed against me that shall prosper. I'm going to heaven. I got heaven on my mind. Does anybody want to go? That's what church is all about. Does anybody want to go? Woo! I was preaching in a church, and I just got—I just said something like that about going to heaven, and a lot of some people didn't get excited. And and I said, well, "What are they even doing here?" This to me. Why did you even come to church? Why did you even bother to change location from that bed to this bed? I'm trying to be an evangelist, and I still understand about being pastor, okay? No weapon. And so here, we looked at it, and I got down, and I said, well, we was talking about going to heaven. They said, well, well, Preacher, we thought you was talking about gathering up a load today to go. So we ain't ready to go today. I said, but he's coming in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. The dead in Christ are going to rise first, and we which alive and re- alive, alive and remain are going to be called up to meet him in the air. Does anybody want to go to heaven? Heaven's calling us. Heaven's calling us. Jesus is coming. It's time to pull down the stronghold in your personal life. Woo! Hallelujah. And quit blaming everybody else for what's wrong in your life. Well, praise God, I'm trying. We have the weapons to defeat every spirit of darkness. The name which is above every name. That every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess. That he's God. And he's God all by himself. Somebody shout that name. Woo! Would you shout it loud enough? At At that name. At that name. We have the word. The word of God. We'll use the words of others, but the Word of God is so easily. It could come out in the midst of that. And you can begin to quote the Word against that and begin to tear that stronghold down. So no, devil, you ain't going to try that today because it's not going to work. My mind is in Christ Jesus, the hope of glory. (laughs) You're going to be surprised if you allow these strongholds to stay. That it's going to take just one angel with a chain to wrap up one little small runt of an angel. One little small runt. You're going to say, that's what kept me out. That's what kept these strongholds in my life. That's why I couldn't be victorious from Sunday to Sunday. Because you can't, you got to do it on Monday. I'm just, I'm just coming down there a little bit. That's the little guy, just one little angel. He could have called thousands and thousands. One little angel is going to come and throw him into a bottomless pit. 
You let that little rascal mess with you? Somebody shout, no weapon. We've got the word. We've got the blood. I plead the blood. Has anybody ever plead the blood and it worked? His blood never fails. His name never fails. His word is eternal. It never fails. Hey, I plead the blood over every spirit of darkness. The blood, the blood, the blood. You probably heard it maybe. I've said it last time, but if you, you hadn't, I'm going to give it to you again. The blood. Everybody say the blood. When you plead the blood, the blood covers. Do anybody believe that the blood covers? When you say, God, I ask you to forgive me, blood covers. It covers. You can't see it. Because the blood is real. And it covers. And there's power in the blood. There's authority in the blood. Because he shed his blood for us. And you have the privilege today to say, I plead the blood against every weapon that's formed against me. But you know what? The devil himself is so smart and understands it that he knows that you pled the blood. And so he goes around sniffing around. If I could, if I could get underneath that blood, I'd pull out everything you've done in your past. But he's scared of the blood. He don't like the blood. The blood defeated him. Mm. The blood has power. The blood has authority. Only the child of God has... Oh, I feel the angelic host in here. Nothing can do me like the blood of Jesus. You ought to think twice about talking about somebody because you probably have to go out underneath the blood to drag it out. You are going a place where Satan himself cannot even go. Don't you talk about your sister no more. Don't you talk about your pastor no more. I, I don't think him. Don't you talk about him no more. It's under the blood. Why well, Paul understood that forgetting those things which are behind. Some of you need to forget those things which are behind. And reach. Until you're dissatisfied with now, you'll never reach for tomorrow. And you can't reach And hold on to your past. You'll be in a stationary position. There's a tug of war going on. But if you'll let go, you'll begin to reach. Let go. Begin to reach. Let go. Begin to reach. Lord have mercy. And we've got prayer. Everybody say prayer. Prayer meetings shouldn't be as usual. They need to be a warfare prayer. Warfare prayer. And then we got praise. And praise is powerful. It's a weapon that you can use against the enemy. Because see, he didn't do anything for you and God did. 
And so you're praising a God that did all those things for you. That answered your prayers in the middle of the night. That that supplied your ever-loving need. You serve Him. And that praise is what God's already done. But worship, everybody say worship, is what He wants to do for you today. Those are prayers that He wants to answer today. Those are promises that He wants to fulfill today. And most of the time, Pastor, churches never get out of praise. They get stuck in praise. It's good. But they never move into worship. Because they allow these personal, personal strongholds to keep them out of worship. And then you get, you get dismayed or you get confused or you get, because you haven't had anything happen recently and you're stuck in praise. You're stuck in praise. And you can't move into worship because your faith is being tainted by you not moving into that worship. What is worship? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you real quick here. What? Where's y'all's clock up in here? Oh, I guess I just got to go. And when I get hungry, is that? Well, today I'm hungry for Jesus. Psalms 149. I, I just, I just want to help us a little bit. I, 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 I got bogged down here a little bit, but I'm going to tell you what, if you'll clap your hands and shout unto God right now, you'll wake every spirit. Woo! Glory! Hallelujah! My God. Psalms 149. You know this, but I'm just putting it back in here just for a moment. Verse number one. Praise you the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Y'all know how to do all. And his praise in the what? Everybody say, that's me. That's not them. That's not Sister Souls, that's me. How hard are you praising him out there? Mm, and his praise shall be where? In the congregation of the saints. If you ain't praising, you need to turn over to a be a saint, not a ain't. Praising. Amen. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful. Even on Sunday morning? Yeah, even on Sunday morning. Let it be joyful. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and the harp. For the Lord take what? He loves it when you get out of yourself. And you begin to give Him. You're doing something for Him that He can't do for Himself. He can't praise Himself, but you can praise Him. You can shout unto God with that victory. You have been given the overcoming spirit. 
hallelujah. For the Lord taketh pleasure in His people. You want to make God smile? Praise Him. Love Him. Worship Him. Magnify Him. Exalt Him. When you don't feel like it, that's even a good time to do it. When everything is going south, that's a good time to do it. When things are not good at your house, that's a good time to do it. Hey! I feel Him in this house. He takes pleasure. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Glory. Next verse. Let the saints be joyful in glory. (laughs) And let them what? On their seats. That means open up your mouth and sing. (laughs) Well, I don't know the words. Well, I think they get up there. They're big enough for me to see without glasses. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, 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 your well excuses are over. Let the saints be joyful in glory and let them sing aloud upon their beds. Now, let me just go back. Wouldn't that be different if you just jumped out of bed? Now, don't try this. Stoop, don't try this, Stoop. He jumped out of bed in the morning and started singing, Look what the Lord has done. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to scare that, that young lady. In fact, how's married life treating you? Last time you were just newlyweds. Now you're still newlywed. Don't ever let, don't ever let the, 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 the uh, honeymoon go, ever. Whew. Now you know that, but I'm just reminding you. <laughs> so it all right for me to have a little fun? Y'all got marriage seminars going on around here. Even if you ain't married, you ought to go to know how to do what you should be doing and not doing. You never know. Church is supposed to be fun. You know why? Because we're slapping the devil's sky winding crooked. He don't like this. But I don't care what the devil don't like. We're going to have church anyhow. We're going to be victorious anyhow. We're going to have a harvest anyhow. We're going to see the stronghold pulled down in Antioch and Arnold. Woo! Glory! Let me, I, I didn't finish. I got just one more verse or so to go. And I'll finish this. Let the, let the, he took it so far out, he he bopped it out, didn't he? Okay, that's good. He brought it back pretty quick. I can quote that one because I learned how to do it. Let the high praises of God beware. Why is your mouth always saying something that ain't good? I feel like I could stay there about an hour. <laughs> he gave you the Holy Ghost and, and, and he took the most unruly part of your, of your body as the tongue and gave you the Holy Ghost that no man can tame that tongue, but he gave it to you, the Holy Ghost, so that you know that if God can tame that, he can tame your mouth. Pastor said, 
I'll get me on the next flight. I'll be out of here. I don't even have to come back tonight. <laughs> but listen to me. This is another share. Got a guy who's going to write a book on shareisms <laughs> from my dad and all the way. If there's high praise, there's got to be some low, low, low praise. I, it doesn't never say in the Bible nothing about low praise. But there's got to be low praise. You know what low praise is in my definition? That's when somebody's up here saying, lift up your hands, clap your hands. Would you please, would you please stand? Is there ever time that we could ever get past of somebody begging us to praise our God? Would you please come to the front? Would you step out and, no. I'm not going to. I was thinking about it maybe tonight or next month. What if he comes before then? It's time to get ready now. Low praise is when somebody... I feel sorry sometimes in some places. Not here. It's a good church. It's got the atmosphere of praise and worship. That's why the devil's fighting you so hard, son. Because you're anointed. I know you got battles. I know you got situations around you. This is not me to do this, but I know that there's things and there's spirits swirling you because you're a worship leader. The enemy was a worship leader. And he got booted out. So he wants to damage your worship. He don't like you to lead this church into dominion and power and authority and glory. Anybody believe that? Y'all, do y'all like this young man? Does anybody don't like him? Does all the team like him? You like him? Huh? Y'all like him? Okay, he's good. I like him. You know why? Because he gets me out of my mother grubs. Whatever that is. He gets me putting a smile on my face. And then all of a sudden he'll start talking in tongues. And he picked that first song, I guess. I don't know. Did you pick that? Oh, you're you're in tune with God. See the (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't ever let nobody tell you she's not ordained of God. Don't ever let anybody say that she don't love you and she doesn't love God. It'd be a good time to put a smile on your face. Because I'm walking up and down looking at who don't like the pastor's wife. Who don't like the Shunammite lady. Well, glory, I think everybody in here, I think if we took a vote right now, they'd all say yes. Well, all right, all right, all right. Well, all right, all right, all right. Amen. Stand up. I, I, I just feel to do this. I'm not anywhere near through. I'm still back here at high praise. But he leaves, he leads us in high praise. 
But there's voices around you. And those voices need to be silenced. Because you're here in the will of God to lead this congregation into that praise and adoration. So would you lift up your hands and put your nose bone your face and keep it that way? I'm going to pray for God to put those filters in His ears. That He would not hear the voices of others. Would you, would you begin to pray for your worship leader? Begin to clap your hands and worship your God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, there's another wave that just come in here. Let that wave of let that wave of the Spirit flow. Come on, let it flow to you. Let it flow to you. Lift up your hands once again. Come on. Come on, Antioch. Ooh, I surrender to you. In my personal life, God, I'm tearing down every stronghold. In my personal life, God, I'm defeating every spirit of darkness. In my personal life, God, I want dominion and power and authority. Would you stand once again, stretch forth your hands to the ministry here. I know it might sound a little different, but would you put your hands over your ears? They need to know that every voice that is of darkness and every voice of confusion, every voice that they hear, that they could separate it out and let the voice of God come. 
God, I pray that you put filters in their ears. I pray, God, every spirit that would try to confuse, every spirit that would try to conquer, divide, every spirit, God, that would try to hinder their minds and their spirits, God. Woo, come on, congregations. Come on, congregation. He told put filters in their ears that they would hear, thus saith the word of the Lord, that they would know this is the way. Walk you in it as they lead the people of God. God, give them, activate the gift of discernment. Activate the gifts of the Spirit, God, in them. I pray right now, God. Now, would you clap your hands and shout unto God with the voice? Lift up your voice. Yes! Yes! Hallelujah! Woo! Hallelujah! Catch your, catch your second wind. Y'all get ready. Y'all get ready. They don't get too loud on me, but get ready. You may be seated. Catch your second wind. Y'all with me? And so, we look at those weapons, and everybody say, our family, your family, my family. Would you say, my family? Whether they're here or wherever, I want you to say, my family. There's an attack on the family like I have never seen before. I've been in this all my life. I, I, that's not bragging. I should, I should be way on down the road, but I've been in this all my life. I don't know anything else but this. But there's an attack on the family that the enemy has set a launch against you to destroy families. Fact on, there's an attack on our children. There's an attack on our marriages. That's why they're doing some marriage things or whatever. They're trying to help us. Wants to destroy the family. Because see, strong families make strong churches. I want to say that again. Strong families make strong churches. He don't like families. He don't have a family. The enemy don't have a family. I want you to shout, Get your hands off my marriage. Future marriage if you're not married. Get your hands off of my family. I wish you'd say it with just a little bit of more zeal. You can't have my family. You're not going to destroy my family. My family is going to be saved. We're going to heaven together. Your hands off my grandkids. Some of you ain't got any, but that's all right. The elders know what I'm talking about. 
Get your hands off of it. Get your hands off. Here's what you need to say. It's over, devil. I'm getting the strongholds out of my personal life. And I'm getting them out of my family. And the battle is on. And the battle is on. I'm going to pray like I've never prayed. I'm going to fast like I've never fasted. I'm going to praise like I've never praised. I'm going to worship like I've never worshipped. The battle's on. I say this as easy as I can because I'm bearing down to it. Not only in my life or our, my family, we've got to tear the strongholds in our church. Everybody say confusion. The devil is the author of confusion. If you get confused, you got to recognize real quick that came from the devil. I'm confused. Devil, you ain't confusing me. That's a weapon. Why are you confused? Because he wants to confuse you. He wants to mess up everything around you. Does anybody hate the devil but me? I hate that sucker. I hate him with a passion. I do. You know, he don't love you either. You ought to hate him as much as he hates you. When he beats up around on you, you need to beat him back. How? With prayer, praise, worship, Bible reading, winning the soul. Confusion. Every work of the enemy. Envy. Strife. Jealousy. Rebellion. Sound too loud. Not enough air. Too much heat. That's not in here. I'm sorry. Parking. Did you ever get that issue settled? Good. I'm real proud of you. You defeated a strong. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to attack. I'm going to say, I didn't spend on the other ones. I could really help us today on those other ones. But it's called a spirit of control. You just want to control things. Got a spirit of control. If I sit on this service, I'll control it. If I don't get involved, I, I can control it. That's what the spirit of Jezebel is anyway. It ain't all that other stuff. It's a spirit of control. You can't control a move of God. And you should want to control the things of God. And the house of God. And especially the man of God. You could say, oh me, or hallelujah. This city belongs to us. This city belongs to us. I wish you'd stand to your feet and say, No weapon that's in my life, that's in our family, or in our church.
is going to keep me from seeing my Lord Jesus Christ. Lift up your hands and begin to praise Him out of a grateful heart. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I feel a release coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Release Him, Lord. I pray God. Would you step out of your house? Would you move to the front? Everybody, all of our guests, you're welcome to come. Come on. Come on. Move it to the realm of the Spirit. Woo! Hallelujah. Yes! If you want those strongholds. Woo! Greater things. Come on, Jesus. Come on. You're creating the climate. Come on, step out in that aisle and praise. Woo! Come on, young people. Come on, elders. Come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. You're a part of it. Come on, Jesus. Yes. Foundations. They're shaking. Come on, church. Come on, church. Woo. Pray with somebody beside you, would you? Pray with somebody beside you. Pull down those strongholds. Come on, everybody can pull down. A stronghold. 